Good afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe, the new 961 and AM 590. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon and happy Monday, everybody. Today we're talking about the topic of busyness, and the show is titled appropriately, Help Me, I'm So Busy. So if you're like most people in the world, uh, you are processing four times more information today than you were 20 years ago, and uh, I heard that from Dan Goldman at the Harvard Coaches Conference last year, and it blew my mind. And you know, you're probably pretty busy, a lot going on, and there is a... um, there's the busyness bubble that's happening, and it is probably one of the, you know, the biggest bubbles of our century, I would say. Um, and I was reading some of Greg McEwen's work the other day. Uh, he wrote Essentialism, which you've heard me talk about before. Mm-hmm. And he talks about the the reason why this busyness bubble is being enabled is that that's kind of this unholy alliance between three powerful trends, smartphones, social media, and extreme consumerism. And he talks about the result is not just information overload, but mm-hmm. it's opinion overload and how we're more aware than at any time in history of what everyone else is doing and therefore what we should be doing. And so in the process, we've been sold this bill of goods that success means being supermen and superwomen who can get it all done. And of course, we kind of backdoor brag about being busy, right? Sometimes yeah. I don't anymore, but I used to. Oh, I'm so busy, uh, you know, because it feels important. And um, and he talks about that as being code for success and being important. So, like, I'm if, when I say I'm so busy, it means I'm so successful. I'm so important. So, when you think about busyness and you're so busy, the first thing that you can start to examine is what's keeping you so busy. So like if I was to ask you, Jen, like, you know, what's one or two things in your life that are keeping you so busy? Work would be the first, I mean, as far as what's taking large chunks of my time. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I was thinking about this because I I made a comment yesterday to my son and daughter-in-law that if they needed my help with anything, please call because I'm not curing cancer here. Right. And there is nothing in my schedule that that is that important. Mm-hmm. I mean, there really isn't when you get down to it. But it's, it's you do. You get overwhelmed in work. Um, I think the social media thing has sucked our time. Mm-hmm. And then you do spend time comparing what you're doing to everybody else. Um, everything, I mean, it's just it, I'm trying to train myself to check email only at certain times. Yeah, and, and I turned the notification thing off my phone so I don't get a little ding every time an email oh, comes smart. in because I was like Pavlov's dog to right. it. Right, you know? right. Like, just stop, you know. Yeah. Just stop on that. Um, so it's you know it's interesting because I think about that a lot. We have so much technology that they're supposed to you know make our lives quicker and faster and easier, but there's so much less time at the end of the day. Right. Yeah, I find um, that's interesting. You know, things that keep me busy aren't always the most important things. You yeah. know, they're things I kind of choose to do or I get sucked into doing without being really intentional about it. Um, you know, stuff I sign up for, say, oh, this sounds really good. I'm going to do this. And then I find that sometimes, you know, on my worst days, I'll sign up for something uh, like a webinar on a topic that I'm really interested in and I want to learn more about. And then mm-hmm. I'll find myself like completely multitasking during it. Yeah. And I think, what is the point of listening to this if you're not truly listening? Yeah. Like, why would you waste an hour of your day trying to listen to a webinar if you're going to, 
reply to emails while you're doing it or if you're going to you know pay bills or do something else so (laughs) so I'll take the fun out of it right there yeah so I just you know I I caught myself doing that the other day and I I forced myself to put everything else down and to take notes and to listen and you know it was really hard to not um, dive in and and multitask you know it's an interesting Um, thing that you mentioned about the paying the bills because I will do stuff like that because to me if I'm doing something that more that's meaningful while I'm paying the bills it makes it less of um this task that's taking my time to pay these bills right right if you can do something else well and I think that there's time and a place where you can do some of those multitasking things successfully and I will say you know I'm a big believer in the fact that you can't that you can sometimes multitask but you can't multi-focus yeah so if you're going to multitask it has to be like folding laundry and listening to a book on tape, Mm -hmm. right? Because you can listen to a book on tape while you fold laundry because you've folded, you know, 8,000 t-shirts in your life, right? You can sort the pile of socks without having to be really engaged and focused on it. You can just kind of go, oh yeah, pink goes with pink, purple goes with purple. So um, you can tell I'm doing my daughter's socks, (laughs) not my own. So um, so yeah, I mean, there are some ways that you can multitask and add some more meeting um, and get a little bigger bang for your buck. But I mean, I'm just, I'm talking about when we go to meetings, like I will have people come to conferences or training classes that I do and I'll see people um, doing other things. And I think you've traveled here, you've paid to be at this conference and yet you're totally checked out and doing something completely different. Like what, what sense does that make? That's crazy. But so when you think about what, um, what keeps you busy? You know, it's it's good to think about and kind of brainstorm and write down on a piece of paper all the things that uh, that are keeping you busy, and you know, just get an idea yeah. of what that actually is. Like, name it. Yeah. You know, put a name on it because if it's uh, oftentimes I get busy by kind of tidying the house or. Um, making snacks or making lunches or you know making a frou-frou coffee and it's like okay I can live without the foamy milk this morning because I don't want to take the time to wash out the milk foamer yeah (laughs) right I could just have milk in my coffee I don't need it to be something gourmet so um so write everything down that keeps you busy then it's kind of fun to write everything down that you would like to be spending more time on so you can kind of take this two approaches right write everything down you're doing that's keeping you busy and then um take a look and Start reflecting on what you'd like to be spending more time on. What would you like to be doing more of? Um, so what are some things you'd like to be doing more of? Well, at this very moment, that would probably be sleep. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So can we share the good news? Yeah, we can, we can share the good news. So Jen's daughter had a baby this week, and his name is Levi, and he is so cute. He He's is. the cutest thing. So she's been up a lot this week um, going through that whole labor delivery process with her daughter. <laughs> and uh, congratulations, Thank Jackie you. and Rusty. Yeah, so exciting. So happy for him. So yeah, sleep is one of those things. Um, more quality time with my kids. Yeah. I feel like the time is always rushed and... Um, not not as quality as it could be yeah yeah definitely I you know this weekend we uh we took our kids to ski on Friday and my dad came into town we had so much fun and you know we did a lot of just being together Mm -hmm. not a lot of you know oh we got to do this we got to do that we just long meals 
you know, sat out in the Adirondacks for an hour to click up on the mountain, you know, just had a lot of fun being together, played some games, laughed a lot. Um, and it was just so great. It was like, it just felt good. So, you know, so you think about what you'd like to be spending more time on. And some of it might be work that you really love doing, yeah. right? It might be like, I'd, I wish I didn't have to do all this busy work so I could do this really important work. Fun and work. some of it might be things for your own personal life, like quality time with your family or um, spending time with a new grandbaby or maybe it's taking time for yourself and meditating or working out or taking a nap or just you know reading a good novel um, might be kind of fun so so then you can kind of look at the two piles and you can see between what I'd what I'm spending time on and what I'd like to be spending more time on you know by saying yes to everything in the first grouping uh, of what's keeping me busy. What am I saying no to that I that feels really important that I would want to make sure I didn't miss? Yeah, you know, by the end of my life. So, um, so that's an exercise you can do to just start to take stock and take a look at what's going on. And there's not a right or wrong answer here, right? I mean, there's not like there's no judgment about what you should or shouldn't be spending your time on. You're the only one who can judge that and decide that. Um, but it's just good to know. It's good to take a little look and, and identify where you might be able to um, say, hey, this isn't really important yet. I'm spending a lot of time here. Yeah. Um, another thing you can do if you are uh, if you don't feel like you want to take the time to write a bunch of stuff on stickies is for a week, use your electronic calendar, mm-hmm. um, like your Outlook or your Apple calendar, whatever you use, and write for every hour of the day, um, write down what you did. So like, how, what did you do from nine to 10? What did you do from 10 to 11? What did you do from 11 to 12? So you can start to see where your time goes, Yeah, you know, and that's kind of a fun thing to do too. And you can do it retrospectively. Um, but so those are some ways to just identify what's keeping you busy and to become aware, bring it into your awareness. The other thing that's important to do is to think about what beliefs you have about busyness. Mm -hmm. So um, some people have the belief that they can't say no. Yeah. You know, and that could be tied to all kinds of things. I can't say no because I'll lose my job. Somebody, you know, if I stop saying no, I'll become irrelevant. Um, People won't want to do things for me anymore. Uh, People won't like me if I say Mm -hmm. no. There's a lot of different reasons why people feel like they can't say no. Sometimes people have the belief that I'm too important to not do these things, right? I'm, and and here's the thing, guys. Like, you know, I've been in that trap before. So it's, you know, this is not a judgment piece. But there have been times in my life where I thought, I, I am so important to this job. I am so important to these clients. Like, nobody knows this like I do. Mm-hmm. And on upon reflection, the, the world kept turning when I left. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just something good to notice. Am I, am I getting caught up in that I'm, I'm so important? I'm the only person who could ever do this. Yeah. Right? And if you are the only person who could ever do something, because that does happen where you get into a job and you're the only one who knows how to do something, and that makes you feel really valuable and secure. But it also is a trap because you can't move out of that job if nobody else could do it. So you think about that. If you're happy take a to, vacation. Yeah, if you're happy to stay there forever, great. If you don't want to go on any long extended vacation, not a problem. But if you do want to move up and move out or you do want to uh, take a long vacation, then it behooves you to teach someone else how to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you could have beliefs about busyness and the fear of missing out. So if I, you know, if I don't keep doing everything that everyone's doing, if I don't say yes to every party, if I don't say yes to every event, if my kids aren't in every activity, they'll be left behind 
or I'll be left behind. And that's um, that's a really scary trap to get into because, you know, there's a ton of opportunity out there, ton of opportunity. And it's really easy uh, to get swept up in the good opportunities and miss the great opportunities. Yeah. Because there's a lot of good opportunities. And if you are a talented person, you've got some experience on board, you know, you may have a lot of opportunity in front of you. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things that I like to tell our my executive coaching clients is just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yep. Right? Because there's a lot of jobs out there that people would hire you for in an instant. Oh, she's so good at that. You know, let's see if she'll do that. Oh, she could be on our board. Oh, she could, you know, she could do this. Oh, he's such a great planner. We, we'd love to have him on our team. Yeah. And so, um, so thinking about just because you can doesn't mean you should. Exactly. Um, is important. So it's it's just really important to start examining beliefs around busyness as well and what busyness means to you and and then to ask yourself the question is this belief serving me? Right. So if at the at the highest um if at our best we're contributing at our very highest level, we're not going to be able to do everything. If we're just too busy, what eventually will happen is you can white knuckle it for a while, right? You can grip on and do your best to white knuckle it. However, eventually you're going to burn out, Mm -hmm. right? That's a short-term solution. It's not sustainable. And a lot of people have been white knuckling it since the recession started. Yep. Because a lot of companies have wanted to do more with less and, you know, and and that's going to, I think, maybe come back to, um, to roost here as the economy starts to pick up again and people have a little bit more mobility. Yeah, and freedom to move around, but uh, but it's really something um, something you want to think about is like, how, what do I need to be delivering on my best every day? And you've heard me say this on many different shows. Um, you've got to get your basics met. Your seven to eight hours of sleep a night is crucial for making neural connections. It's crucial for um, being able to kind of flush out the toxins in your brain that happens that they've found now with research that. Um, when you sleep, our brains change shape and then they get kind of flushed out and cleaned out from all the t- the uh, plaque that builds up in there over time. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to make sure you have plenty of water and hydration during the day. You want to be eating foods that are good for you. You know, those high fat, high sugar foods, they, um, they really do a number on you in terms of your energy levels. Um, want to be making sure that you're getting some exercise and moving your body. Yeah. Um, they now are, our fitness instructor was just saying the other day, they used to say you need like a half an hour of exercise three times a week, but now they're saying you really need to get about an hour, six times a week. And, you know, it doesn't have to be like hardcore, but you need at least an hour. So you're going to be thinking about where could I squeeze in a walk at lunch or could I, you know, just walk the dogs for 10, 15 minutes. You don't have to do it all at once. Um, and in fact, I heard, uh, Christine Carter, she wrote the book, the sweet spot, she works for the Greater Good uh, Science Center in Berkeley. She said um, she does what she calls the better than nothing workout. I love this. She says she does 20 push-ups, 25 squats, and a one-minute plank every day. Well, almost every day. I think she said it's about six days a week she averages. And she said she's never been stronger. And it's because it's easy enough that she can do it in like three to five minutes every day. Yeah. And I thought, that's brilliant. You know, if you can't get a full workout in, like do something. Do a little something just so you keep that momentum going. Yeah. Um, But it's really about doing what's essential. You know, if you can get that done in five minutes and still keep your strength up, like, hey, that's great. Why not? 
That's great. So, um, so think about what it is you're spending your time on. What are your beliefs about being busy? What are you saying no to by saying yes to all the things that are keeping you busy? And start to get real honest with yourself about what could you say, what could you say no to? What could you get rid of? And if you don't know how to say no or you have a hard time saying no, we have a great podcast you can find on uh, The Art of Saying No or How to Say No, I think is what it's called. You can find that on iTunes. It's one of our, our K Tahoe uh, shows from a few months back. And there's some good tips in there on how to say no. But my current favorite is um, thank you so much for the offer. Uh, unfortunately, I wouldn't be able to give it the time and energy that it deserves, so I'm going to have to say no. Oh, I like that one. That, and that's the truth. Right. If I'm doing too much, I'm not going to be able to be optimal. And if I'm trying to contribute at my highest level and I don't have time to get a good night's sleep or to feed myself well or to get some exercise in daily, get my blood pumping, then I'm not contributing at my highest level. And, you know, we may think that working 15, 16 hours a day (laughs) is contributing at your highest level. But science says no. Science says that you need these basic uh, things, this rest, this time with others, time within to um, to really help you to to contribute at the very highest level you can. So stop the busyness bubble, divest. Here's the challenge. See if there's one thing in your week that you could divest from. So if you can say no to, you can stop doing, you can uncommit to. If there's one thing you can uncommit to so that you would have time for something that you'd really like to spend time on. I won't clean my bathrooms today. All right. Jen's not cleaning her bathrooms <laughs> I almost today. said I wouldn't go to the gym, but I thought, no, you just said I have to work out. So. All right. No so, bathrooms. Um, so she's not cleaning her bathrooms, but she is going to the gym. But that's essential, she right? don't ask to use my restroom. Right. No, not so. bad. It's only been a week. So what are you going to divest of? This is the question. Think about that. Is there anything on my schedule that I could let go? And if there was, what would I put in its place? Would it be sleep? Would it be time with my loved ones? Would it be just something fun for myself? Would it be exercise? Would it be just time to think and pull back and focus on what I really want to spend time on? Maybe. But we want you thinking about this so that we don't continue to promote the busyness bubble. We try to burst it and get around it. So for more information, check us out on our Facebook pages. We have the Positivity Link and P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence, both on Facebook. And we'd love to hear from you. So join the conversation. Let us know what you want to hear about next week. Very good. Yeah. Thanks, Jen. Food for thought. That's for sure. You've been listening to Alexis Robin with The Bright Side here on K Tahoe, the new 96.1 and AM 590.